Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Chicago Bears are victorious, undefeated in October. Wait, that's right. No, whatever. We're undefeated in week five. We won the only, we're, we're the only unbeaten team in week five. And we're going to, we're going to celebrate that. And uh, let's waste no time. Good blocking on the perimeter. And that opens it up for Tyler Scott. Let's bring in Tyler Scott to talk about the game I've wanted so long. To be able to talk to you about a win, I've wanted this. It's it's yeah. I like I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's like I you know I I know I've told you I've coached my kids AYSO. I felt the same way with you. I wanted you to get that win. How does it feel to get your first NFL victory? Yeah, no, it uh, it feels great. No, it feels great. You know, I had a lot of people hit me up last night after the game. You know, tell, you know, give me congratulations. You know, first NFL win, stuff like that. Uh, the locker room was uh, ecstatic, uh, for sure. You know, we um, I know there's some videos out there of us, you know, celebrating in the locker room. Um, you could definitely tell, like, it was like a weight lifted off, especially some of the guys that have been here, um, you know, especially, you know, dating back to last year. Um, mm-hmm. You could definitely tell it's, like, been a weight lifted off. Um, you know, these guys work so hard, um, you know, from, from way back when. And, you know, to finally be able to uh, get a W in the win column, you know, it feels good. And to be able to be a part of it, have a hand in it, you know, on a Thursday night game, um, you know, on a uh, historic night from DJ, uh, you know, it was, um, you know, it was, it was definitely, definitely something to remember for sure. I want to touch on a number of things that you talked about, but what you said, I, I got to go into this. I, I was, I was saving this, uh, but when you, when you use the, the way that you just use that phrase, I had a hand in it. Uh, I think, I think your best play was the Scott push. You were there, the most contra- the most controversial play in the NFL, and there you are. Like yep. I, I listen, uh, I feel like you have like your your two hands. You're you're in on that. What is uh what is it like to be a part of that play? I know like it's very controversial because the Philadelphia Eagles have done it uh, done a great job with it. We obviously got the first down. What is it? How much preparation goes into that play? Because it's it it's not as simple as a lot of teams make it look. Yeah, um, I think at the end of the day, like it may not be as simple as it, it looks, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I think it's just it's a it's a willpower thing. It's just who wants it more. You know, you got two. You know, everyone knows what's coming. You're lining up. Uh, you need one yard. Defense knows. Offense knows what what's about to happen. And it's at the end of the day, who's who wants some more? You know what I'm saying? Who who's gonna fight? Um, you know, for that extra yard. And um, when the when the ball was hiked, um, you know, I'm pushing Justin, and all you hear in the huddle is a whole bunch of just like 
uh, grunting uh, for the the yeah. best time I can just use. You just hear guys just straining. You can hear guys pushing back and forth. Um, just literally, you just hear a whole bunch of guys just pushing. Um, and so, um, you know, it was definitely, I, I remember like I was pushing, I think we stopped for a second. I felt like an extra, um, thinking like an extra like momentum uh, push at like the very end. And um, I think at that point, I kind of was like, okay, um, I think we got it. I felt, I felt, uh, I felt some, some sense of just uh, some sense of pride. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, that was, that, I was in on that right there. And You're so, a part uh, of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, I was a part of that. I was in on that. And I think I was, um, you know, I was, I, think I was almost about to run off the sideline and they were kind of going hurry up and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. And they called the play and I'm like, oh, it's kind of like a hurry up deal. I was like, oh, snap. And so on this play, I was like, oh, I know where I'm at. Like I know where my alignment was and stuff. And I think the full the KV was where I was, where I was supposed to be in the, in the play. Oh no. Yeah, and I was like, and I remember, uh, I think DJ was like, KB over here. And I like, I like, told KB, I'm like, hey, I'm like, move, you know, and I was like, hey, you over there. Where's my spot? And so um, uh, I got behind him and then ended up, you know, ultimately pushing him, even though KB might have been, you know, a better, uh, better prospect for that position. But, uh, you know, just as it was drawn up, I was like, yeah, that was it on that one. So, no, you're, you're like the perfect guy. I know everybody thinks, players like Kari Blasen game and all like that or the no 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 you like this you like the guys who are a little smaller who got the legs that can just drive it that's like like when you're in the fraternity tug of war team we always like to have in those light guys because we could put eight guys as opposed to sigma pi would have six and we would just we would just pull them you got a bunch of little guys like us and we were uh but we're small but mighty uh, but I was yeah, excited. Yeah. And again, not to be the Little League dad or the AYSO dad, but I'm like, there's our guy. There's our guy. And uh, <laughs> it's a big it's a big moment in the game. You know, we needed that first yeah. down and we needed a lot of things to get going. Um, I got to say, like, it was it was disappointing on Sunday, obviously, with the way everything went down. I mean, you have the good parts of like the offense looked amazing on Sunday against the Denver Broncos. <laughs> There was a lot of good things happening. Like we're scoring a lot of points. Okay, that's good. And it's it sucks to lose. How were you guys able to, to turn the page so quickly? Because you drove right down the field and scored and looked so impressive right from the get-go. How were you able to put that behind you? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, especially coming off of, 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 I mean, that one hurt, um, being honest, especially in the locker room. Um, that, That one you could tell we were really feeling that one. That that one just hit differently, um, you know, because we had it. You know, we you know Justin played such a great game. Um, I feel like we were playing, you know, good complimentary football um, in all phases. Um, you know, kickoff uh, kickoff team did a great job. Um, you know, down in I think the guy he muffed a muffed a kickoff uh, return. End up getting ball. I think on the you know one yard line um, area. Um, played complimentary football, four and out, got the ball back within the 50, scored a touchdown. Um, you know, Justin obviously played great. The defense was playing great. So, I mean, it was just, you know, we were clicking on all centers, playing great complimentary football throughout the game. And, um, you know, I think we were up 28-7 at half. Uh, and then to, to come, you know, come back in the second half and to, uh, to lose it, 
you know, at the very end and not to be able to finish, which, you know, we, we, we talk about finishing all the time and just the way we practice, um, you know, we, we, we like to finish. And that's something that Coach Fluce always puts on us is, um, you know, when we're looking at practice film, um, we're looking at obviously assignments, details, things of that nature, execution. Um, but, you know, we're looking at seeing, you know, what guys can finish. And so that's something I feel like we prided ourselves on. And we weren't able to do that. We weren't able to finish the game. And so, um, you know, that, that one definitely hurt. And so, Coming into this, the, the next game in, having a short, you know, turnaround, coming in, knowing we have a Thursday night game. Um, coming in, we, you know, we had to flip the switch because um, we had a short week. Um, we couldn't keep dwelling on it, and we had to take it and learn from it, um, which I think we did. Um, and so we had to we had to flip the switch, uh, shift our mindset to, uh, to Washington, um, take the good from it, um, learn from the bad, and um, carry that momentum. Because I think offense definitely had uh, momentum you know, going into the, the Washington game, you know, we felt like we maybe found something, you know, that, you know, mm -hmm. we kind of started to click on. And so um, we had to take that momentum that we felt like we found and to, to take it into the next week. And so um, I think we did that, you know, going into the game. Um, like I said, we started off hot uh, as, you know, I was with the scoreboard, the defense, uh, biggest thing is um, that we kind of lacked this season was turnovers. And yeah. the biggest thing that um, Coach Fuchs would always talk about is plus two plus two, you know, in a turnover battle. And so um, we ended up reaching that. And so um, that was huge, you know, defensively. And so I think that was also another, you know, big reason on, you know, helping us finish the game, um, which is what we didn't do the previous year or the previous um, game. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, that's been one of the, the criticisms that people have, I'll say that I've had it, is that what Coach Aberflus is talking about is finishing games. And that mm -hmm. we just haven't been able to see it. And, and it's that's how small the margin of victory is in the no. NFL. Justin went out there and did that. And this is it was a it was a I'm sure it was a great moment of relief for him. But on the play, you're out on the field on that third touchdown to DJ Moore. It's third and short. You know, you're up. I mean, a lot of coaches might remain conservative, but not only did you call a pass play, but Justin threw a pass that needed to be perfect, and he absolutely did. What was it like when you heard the play call? It's third and short, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, we're, we're throwing the ball? Like, what is yeah. your mindset in that moment? Yeah, well, coming out coming out of halftime, it was we're going to attack. Coach Lewis, it was like we are going to attack. Defensively and offensively, we're going to attack. You know, it was kind of this mindset of we're going to play to win and not play not to lose. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so um, we just had this mindset of, like, we're going to attack. We're going to attack. We're going to win this football game. Um, and so, you know, DJ – and Justin had, you know, such a great connection the whole night, um, you know, coming out. I want to say that that drive, um, you know, they, they came over to us in the sideline and mentioned like, hey, um, you know, if they're going to give us an all out cover zero look, um, you know, we're going to we're going to take a chance on the outside. Um, we're going to see our matchups. We like our matchups. We're going to take a chance on the outside. If we're going to give us like a cover zero look, uh, you know, cornerbacks down, um, basically squatting. Um, we're going to take a chance. And so. Uh, they gave us the look that we were looking for, and you know Justin, he trusted DJ, and um, he made it through. That uh, that had to, like you said, had to be perfect, and mm -hmm. it was perfectly placed, and it was a well called ball, and uh, DJ did the rest. So, yeah, it was it was interesting because this has been something that I've been calling for because I remember other great quarterbacks always have these moments. I can even go back. I was a, a huge Troy Aikman fan growing up. I loved him at UCLA, and he came to, and even through his first couple of years, he never like. He was almost outplayed by Steve Berline, almost outplayed by Steve Walsh. And he had this game in Denver where it finally like, oh, there it is. There's the moment. And that's what it felt like for Justin. And it's funny because I put it out on Twitter. And of course, 
people just can't be happy for you on Twitter. Some guys like, oh, you, you he got lucky, and then I roasted him and ended up ratioing him. Uh, I called him a boomer, even though he was probably younger than me. It was a great moment all the way around. I noticed you uh, getting down the field to celebrate. What what is it like? Like I, DJ Moore's taking all the targets and all the glory. Yeah. You don't seem to you don't seem to have a problem with it. You're racing down there, being a part of it. What's it like being out on the on the out on the field when somebody's having a night like that? Like it's this is like NBA Jam. Like you could almost visualize the flames around DJ Moore. What was it just like being out there? Yeah, um, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, it's kind of just, I mean, I, I don't even know what to put what the words to say, um, because I know I had I had a game like that when I was uh, in college, uh, my since past year before I got drafted, um, versus Indiana, and I had a, a hat trick game. Um, I had it in mind in the first half, and um, I kind of know like kind of what that. Uh, feeling as a player, you know, you get in that zone. Uh, you know, he probably could have really had four touchdowns because they said he stepped out. Oh, let's not. I let's, don't know. Let's. I, don't know. He, I was on the he, field for that one too. I mean, I don't. He pulled the Sean Elliott. I know you're probably too young to remember, but Sean Elliott in the I think it was the 1999 playoffs. One, one of the one of the playoff series that the Spurs won. Sean Elliott was on a thing where, like, if he if his heel would have hit the ground, he would have been out of bounds. But he stayed on his toes, drained to three. They beat Portland. That was the exact same play. Why are they blowing that dead instead of taking a look at it later? Right, right. And so that's, you know, I kind of had that same feeling of like, you know, and DJ, he was, you know, he was hopping after the play was, he was, you know, he was upset um, for sure. But yeah, I'm just like, this dude, I just, I can't, like, I, I was laughing. Like I was smiling. I remember, I think it was after the second touchdown. I wasn't on the field. But I think it was after the second touchdown where he called it end zone yeah. um, and he told he, he toe tapped. And I remember just like walking away and I was going out for kickoff and I just, I was smiling, just shaking my head. Just like, like, are you serious? It's like, this is one of those deals. Like, I think when you watch performances like that, it's like, dude, are you serious? Like, are you serious? And it's like, I've seen it, you know, time and time again, like, especially in practice. Um, I've seen those plays, you know, made by, by DJ, but um, you know, it was just one of those deals where it's like, wow, like <laughs> you have yeah. got to be kidding me. Like he did not, and then it's just, it seemed like every time he touched the ball, you know, he was, you know, getting, you know, positive, positive yards. And so um, it was just one of those nights, you know, he was in the zone. Um, and then you had to be on the be on the field uh, for that last one. Um, you know, he you know, got into the end zone. He did like a little, um, I don't even know what that, like a little, like a high <laughs> step into the end zone. Yeah. Um, maybe tribute to, you know, like Walter Payton or Dion. Um, you know, for sure. But uh got into the end zone and at that point uh, I was thinking to myself, like, oh man, I'm like it's TV time. And so uh ran over, gave him a high five, and so uh, you know, it was a cool little moment though. I love that for you because I was I've always been meaning to coach you on this about like even if it's not you, if Cole Komet or DJ Moore is doing well, make sure you're one of the first in the end zone to congratulate him so you get on the highlights and you get yeah, your yeah, name yeah. out there. You know who yeah, is yeah. really Matt Leinert was always really good about that. When the Cardinals went to the Super Bowl, somehow he was on the podium behind Kurt Warner, like one of the most prominent. I'm like, oh, Matt Leinert knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So he's, he's got that really well. I do like that you mentioned that it was a, a Walter Payton type move too, because he's the one who was doing it. Um, obviously, um, you can't see it in this shot, in our in our two shot here, uh, but the Dick Buckus uh, painting is always with us. There it is. So he's always been with us uh, for the last couple of uh, 
So let's say they gifted. Oh, I, I guess I'm not supposed to tell everybody that the NFL gave it to me because whatever. Um, but he's always here with us. I know that you have a great sense of the Bears history. And I think Matt Eberflus, one of the things that I've really appreciated about him was his ability to bring in the history to everything, whether it's the rivalry with the Packers or just the great um, the great players. Obviously, Dick Buckus. And it's, it's kind of a shock. Like Dick Buckus was on the field a couple of weeks ago. And it was, even though he's 80 years or was 80 years old, it was shocking to hear of his passing. Did that mean, like, what did that mean something to the players? Like, I, I, I got to imagine, like, our team is the kind that embraces the, the heritage of this team. Did that, was that a meaningful thing? And did you guys want to go out there and make sure that you want it with uh, Mr. Buckus looking over us? No, definitely. Definitely for sure. I mean, we, we found out right before we went out um, for kickoff. Um, I want to say is when we found out very shortly before we went out. And, um, you know, for me personally, it's definitely a shock to me. Um, and, you know, just kind of like us, you know, talking on the sideline. Um, I think they did like a uh, – I want to say they did like a moment of silence uh, during the national anthem, or right before the national anthem, um, you know, and talked about, you know, Dick Buckus and, you know, kind of informing kind of the, the whole public of, you know, his passing. And so uh, I remember just some of us talking about it on the sideline, you know, just how shocking it was and, you know, just talked about Dick Buckus and just kind of just had like a short little dialogue about him. Um, so I definitely, you know, believe like he, he had some type of uh, influence uh, on us. I think DJ tweeted something after the game um, yeah. about Dick Buckets as well. Yeah, so like um, it was definitely, definitely within our, you know, kind of just within our uh, team spirit, of, you know, so to speak, um, you know, of that. And so, um, yeah, no, definitely as a team, you know, definitely encouraged us uh, for sure. I guess I know personally, um, just the history of the game, and I just kind of I know you know what he meant uh, to the game of football. Uh, one of the things that immediately came to my mind was uh, my dad, uh, because that was one of the first people he's ever showed me football highlights of when I was you know about eight years old. Um, all I seen, you know, my dad showed me Dick Buckets highlights. He was like, "Listen, I'll show you this guy. He was my favorite player growing up. I wanted to be just like him." Um, he was a ferocious linebacker. He said, whenever I stepped on the field, I wanted to be like Dick Buckus. And so I remember watching his highlights and, you know, just watching how mean and how nasty he was and, you know, just the way he played. I'm like, man, this dude got like this chip on his shoulder. Like, so, yeah. you know, I just I just loved it, you know, just the way he walked around. And um, I just remember, you know, this clip of um, him like holding his hand because um, I've watched like countless uh, documentaries of, you know, on NFL Network. And I've, I've looked up Dick Buckus on YouTube many times before and i can always remember this this one video of him he's sitting on the sideline and uh he's you know he's got his hand wrapped up and you can see his knuckles all bloody and it's like a cold game he's got a jacket yeah. on and he's just kind of looking into the wind you could just you know and they put the camera on his hands and just seeing just you know you can see the blood on his hands see how his hands were all torn up and then it goes into his face and it was just like man this dude you know just see, just showing how tough he was and he talked about um you know he said i want to let everybody know that they've been hit you know i want to know that when they get hit um, you know, they're not laying on the ground questioning, you know, who got hit uh, or who hit him. He said they know it was Dick. And so, um, you know, he just had that that toughness mentality, um, that old school mentality that, uh, you know, definitely playing today's game. Um, he would not <laughs> be able to get away with some of the stuff that he did. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, I love I love like I said, when I study history, I feel like you can't tell, um, you know, the, the story of football without Dick Buckus, um, especially just a linebacker position. He was everything. Um, that it meant to be a linebacker for sure. And that's something like so my dad, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, showed me and instilled in me from from a very young age. 
Yeah, it's something that my dad also shared with me. One of his favorite players was Dick Buckus, you know, being alive during that time. And, and even for me, you know, I grew up knowing Dick Buckus as a guy who was on Miller Lite commercials. He was on the show Hang Time. Like he was a pop culture phenomena as well as being one of the greatest football players of all time. So I think that, you know, when you look at people like, you know, how rich somebody's life could be at age 80, that we're number one, we're shocked that he's like, he just looked so good and so vibrant. And obviously he became this great Twitter personality. So uh, it's bitter. It's, it's, it's difficult to uh, like, you know, sometimes when I've met him before, so I do, I, I had some mm-hmm. connection, but still like, it's, it was one that kind of stuck with you. And I'm, I'm glad that the bears were yeah, able to come yeah. out the bears. I'm glad that yeah. you guys were able to come out and uh, perform for him. And I, and I love, I, and I can't tell you enough. Like when DJ tweeted that and was talking about it, like, Oh, that, that means a lot. Like the guy who just scored three touchdowns goes out there and it's also mindful of the history of the game. And it just, I, it makes fans feel good. Like the players are invested and connected. And so it's one of the things yeah. that, that we've enjoyed. So what I want to talk about a little bit before I let you go, um, the locker room after the game, you mentioned it. What was the song? What were you, what was your song choice? Like what, what, what is the music that's playing? Who gets to pick the song and what song was it? Can we say, is it not allowed to be said? Um, are you going to wait? Hold on. Stop. Are you going to get in trouble? Do you, am I not supposed to know? I honestly, I don't, I don't. All right. Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. No, no, we'll, move on. we'll, no, no, we'll plead the fifth. We'll plead the fifth. Cause I heard the people were outside the locker room and could hear it. I don't, I don't want you to be the guy that confirms it. That's not what we need. That's, that's not, not what we need right now, but I will tell you, let's quickly just transition to game room, Chicago located at the historic Chicago athletic association hotel, right across the millennium park features billiard shuffleboard skee-ball papa shot and more and has plenty of space to watch your favorite game with a menu featuring michelin starred chef control yourself uh chef mari katsumura snack foods uh beer towers and uh a weekend bloody mary bar as long as signature craft cocktails game room chicago is the place to be to watch chicago bear games and since the bears are not playing on sunday and you want to go out and have a good time go to the game room chicago Hang out, watch all these other teams basking in the glow that your team had won, and we're happy now. So now, no matter what happens on Sunday, we're fine. We've already won. We've put that behind us. Don't want to put you on the spot. I don't want to. I don't want to call from Jeff either. Be like, "What are you doing to my guy?" I, I won't do that. I won't do it. Okay, don't don't answer that. You're you. Anytime you need to plead the fifth plead the fifth be like nope we're not doing it let's let's talk about this coming slate of games though and i don't want now that we've won one we're like all right we're going on a streak but does it feel like the offense is clicking and you've got some pretty good opportunities some very i don't want to say winnable games but i love the matchups against the vikings the raiders the chargers all three of these teams are very good playoff caliber teams but i think the bears i think we uh i think we match up with them when do you start looking ahead to these upcoming games? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, when you look at the schedule, um, you know, you're looking at different, you know, different things. You're looking at um, your bye weeks. You're looking at, you know, when your your rivalry games are coming up, uh, when are your uh, primetime games. You're looking at, you know, a multitude of things. And, um, you know, one thing we notice is that in our, um, in our schedule, you know, when we have these many bye weeks and things of that nature, um, we always have a divisional rival coming up. Um, off of that bye week. And so, um, you know, looking ahead here, we have Minnesota up next um, after, you know, 10 days of, you know, of, of rest. And so that that's huge. That's huge. Um, you know, because you had some guys banged up. 
And so um, that, that's important just, you know, for getting guys back, getting guys healthy, you know, back for this one. Um, and obviously divisional games are, uh, you know, just that much more um, and mean that much more than, than, than some of the other ones. So, um, you know, th those games are, you know, very important. So, uh, I mean, the biggest thing uh, I think going into the next game is just to try to continue that momentum. Because like I said, I feel like we found um, – we kind of found some things that have worked um, and, you know, like I said, in a process of, you know, developing your team. And um, and this is kind of that time where you start to find different things that work, connections, plays, um, play style, stuff like that. I feel like it's kind of, you know, where you start to find those things. And um, I think we kind of – I think we did that. And so um, I think just continuing to stay on that course, to stay that path, um, you know, definitely a huge confidence booster, you know, coming off a win um, like that. And uh, like I said, hopefully we can continue, continue that. Uh, path and that run but uh, I, I want to say I think our confidence is super high and um, I think even from the beginning you know obviously we we, we went 0-4 you know starting off the, the season um, but I, I think yet we still remained confident in who we were um, still remain confident that we can continue to be the team that we want to be um, you know despite the outside noise and what people were saying about us um, we still continue to stay together and I think that's the number one thing that we continue to talk about during this whole stretch, um, you know, just all these ups and downs was we have to continue to stick together because if we don't, um, mm. you know, nothing good's going to come out of it. And so uh, that's been the main thing, which is continue to stick together, um, you know, through all this adversity that we're going through, um, you know, and just keep chopping, just keep chopping, you know what I'm saying? Just keep chopping with the axe. And, uh, you know, it was going to, it was going to, it was going to, it was going to, the tree was going to fall at some point. And so, um, you know, like I said we just have this confidence going to the next game and even the next stretch of games. Um, we're like I always say, everything we want is still right in front of us. Like it truly is. Everything we we want is still right in front of us, and we can go out and get it. You know, around a position where we can, we have to look back and say, man, we we could have did this or uh, we should have did this. Like we're in a position where we can say we can do this or we get the opportunity to do this. And so, um, I think we can continue to keep that mindset and um, just focus on one game at a time, one play at a time, and stay in the moment. Um, I feel pretty confident with, you know, what we have going, moving forward. Oh, I'm, I'm brimming with confidence, even though yeah. the, uh, the mood on our show on Wednesday was a little dour. I, you know, I had some frustrations, but I still, when, when it was time to make the picks rank was still there picking the bears to beat the Washington commanders, all the guys asking how I still had a job, all these commander fans who, uh, who have disappeared now. They've, it's funny. They, they fell off the face of the internet. Uh, nobody's questioning my, my method anymore. I will say this now. I know that at some point we're going to ask Justin Jefferson for his jersey. I will tell you this: this will be the week that you you get in with him. You can you can kind of just hey, good to meet you. We don't ask right away. We'll we'll wait for the mm -hmm. second game to ask yeah, for yeah. the jersey. So that's this is where we get to know Justin. We'll find right. you know what we should do. We should find out. I'm going to go through his Twitter account and find out what he's into, and if he's into some band. Like if he's into Blink One Eighty Two or something or whatever, we'll find yeah, like yeah. a little a little in for you to kind of be like, hey, like I, I see you like the Beastie Boys, I do too. Whatever, yeah, yeah. we'll work on that. Uh, also, in the in these upcoming slate of games, uh, you're playing the LA Chargers, which uh, play up the road from me. Um, I, I have I've not I've not acquired a ticket yet, but we can oh. we can save that we can save that for another time. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing it out there, but okay. um. I just listen. I want to throw it out there, but listen, I didn't want to keep you too long. This is, I know Jeff, I'm going to get a note from Jeff. We went too long, but I didn't burn him. I, I want it for the record. I stopped him short. Right. 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 Um, 
I'm just so happy. I, honestly, I'm so happy for you. And it's great to see that the work's paying off. And I think most of all, of all the people, I'm ex- I'm ecstatic for Justin because if anybody needed to get this victory and get that off, what was he like? Like, was it, was he more like relieved? Was he ecstatic? Did you get a chance to talk to him or do you kind of like leave him do and leave him to do his own thing? What was he like? What was he like after the game? Yeah. yeah. I didn't get a chance to talk to him personally after the game. Um, but no, I think, you know, Justin, he, he, he definitely was, um, ecstatic, but I think he also has this like, um, what's the word I want to use? Uh, like a stoicism, like he's still calm and collected. Yeah, he's definitely still calm and collected, but I think it's just like this confidence that he has of like, yeah, like this is supposed to happen, you know, like, like this is, this is like, this is what we like, yes, like this is, this isn't a shock to me, you know, so to speak, Um, you know, he's been doing this type deal. And so, um, you know, I think he's definitely had that, that type of mentality. Um, Like I said, just this, this, this uh, confidence about him that, like I said, he, you know, consistently carries. And so um, I think that's good for him. And uh, I think it's great for the team, like I said, that he has that. And uh, to see it all come together, um, to see him make some of the throws that he makes. And uh, even over the past two weeks, uh, you know, he's been playing and he, he's been throwing the ball with such conviction. Ooh, um, yeah. You know, and that, that's the biggest thing. I remember talking to him in the weight room um, at the Denver game. And, and you know, I was just, you know, just talking to him about it. And I was like, man, you're, you're just throwing a ball with such, you know, such conviction now when you're throwing it, um, such confidence. And, um, you know, just looking the way he's, you know, looking safeties off, you know, how he's using his head, you know, to look guys off. And he, he knows where, you know, guys are going to be and just the timing of, you know, all the different route combinations and things and timing up and just, just kind of how he's just had command over the offense and, um, you know, over the past two weeks. You could definitely tell, like, it's, it's just jumping out on screen and um, it's, just, it's just showing in our play. Yeah, I love to see it too. And I think that unless you're a hater or extremely obtuse, if you can't notice the growth that he's shown over the last couple of weeks and how much he's improved on all those little things, especially a lot of the nuance, uh, then you're just not paying attention and we don't have time for you. Um, I'm hoping to have Chase Daniel in next week and we're going to be breaking down a little bit of his film next, hopefully a week from today uh, to go through that stuff. So it'll be fun to do that. And it'll be, and this will be a fun weekend for you. Uh, I hope you go out there and enjoy it. I want to let you go because I, I really do appreciate it. I know that, you know, yeah, yeah. big win, big, big. Listen, I know that this is the last thing you want. You didn't want to come hang out with Rank. You want to go out and celebrate. But uh, listen, you. I was looking forward to this. I was looking forward uh, to this. So was I. I, I. Honestly, I could not have been more, uh, more thrilled for you. I was even, maybe I was running my mouth a little bit too much on Sunday when we were, although people were jinxing it. People were texting me and I'm like, stop texting me. Let's wait till after the game, but we got it. Right, right. Convict, convincing victory on Thursday night, which I think it's really nothing beats winning in prime time the way that you guys did. So oh, I yeah. want you to, I want you to go out and enjoy it, enjoy the weekend, and then we're back to work. So we will see you on Tuesday, and uh, we'll start looking ahead to the Vikings. We'll start breaking it down. Is that a deal? Yeah, sounds good. We're gonna keep chopping. All right, keep chopping, Tyler. I'm gonna let you go right now because I gotta do. I gotta do it. I gotta do an underdog thing. So I gotta. I don't want you to get in any trouble. I gotta make sure I'm looking. This is me looking out for you, like a good, yeah, like a yeah. good quarterback does. Uh, but thank you so much for being here. We'll see you next week and uh, enjoy your weekend and bear down. All right, there he goes, the great Tyler Scott. Wonderful conversation. Good, so good to catch up with him. Uh, I hope that his his manager Jeff doesn't get. It. I kept him on. I kept him on too long. And you know what? Sometimes you just got to take the notes. You know, if somebody comes in and they'll leave you a note like, "Hey, you know, uh, this should be shorter." You're like, "Yeah, it should be." We just won a game. 
I'm going to do it. By the way, I want to get this out of the way, though, before I let you everybody go. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest way to play fantasy sports. It's simple to get started. Just head to the underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up using the promo code SICK and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. It is one of the greatest deals. If you have not done that, I want you to take advantage of it right now. The reason being, we have a contest going. The SICK podcast is putting out an Underdog Fantasy contest. It is a, we got it. The link is out there. Go to the sick podcast. Follow us on Twitter. The sick podcast with Adam rank. Follow that Twitter handle. The link is there. You can go get signed up. I think we'll have a link in the description as well. Everybody sign up. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. It's going to be for me. Anything that I get is going to charity, but uh, go check that out. Be a part of the uh, conversation. Have some fun playing some fantasy football. If, uh, if you didn't start Tyler, if you, well, if you didn't start DJ Moore or Justin Fields this week, it's too late for that. But you can go set up another team for this week. So go check it out. That's underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Want to thank everybody for joining us. So nice to be chatting with you after a victory. It was a long time coming. We are here and it is going to be something that is going to carry forward. So for Tyler, I'm Adam. We'll see you on Tuesday. And Sammy, go ahead and play us out. Oh, and bear down. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.